explore together. Very true. I know, like, a good mm, 8 out of 10, that's what I think. Mm. Like, because that's where, I mean, that that's where our head goes, is it's like... Oh, they're not two friends just walking or, you know, just going shopping together. It's... I had a big issue with that, especially when I was younger. Like, I always had the position in mind, like, a man can never be a a girl's friend. Like, Mm -hmm. I I had that position in mind. And the older I got and the more people I met and the more I matured, it was like, oh, okay, I get it, you know? That they could just be two friends or brother and sister you know literally yeah um so i think that that's definitely something that we have to acknowledge is that these assumptions of two people walking together does not mean they are together and that goes i mean that's gonna ripple into the rest of our conversation because that ripples into flirting that ripples into understanding friendship and being able to like trust your significant other with like friends and like so there's just there's gonna be a lot of gray today and um so input and feedback is it's gonna be welcomed yes please chime in please write us um of any things that you all have dealt with Mm -hmm. or are are, or are concerned about um so the first topic up for grab of this three-part thing this 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 what is it called try Try, try trifecta. Yeah, sure. This try thing. This right, threesome is okay. <laughs> it's perfect word choice. Tell me no, it isn't. That's a Tell me. <laughs> Tell terrible. me it's not though. I have parents. Like we were looking for a word that that combines all three, and our first word is what? Sex. Threesome was it? Okay. Yo, I am funny. So. <laughs> like, I'm hilarious. <laughs> so, sex, sex. I believe that sex does have its place uh, in life, but I believe that sex is more of an action than it is a um, than it is a relationship tool. I think different parts of your... Um... Wait, I said that wrong. Okay. I meant to say <laughs> sex is more of a relationship tool than it is an action. Uh, and the reason why I say it that way, the reason why I meant to say it that way was because mar- the marriage in, in itself is like the only thing that you have in a marriage that you cannot have with someone else is sex. You can have a relationship, you can have a friendship, you can have a relationship, you can have a business partnership, you can have money tied in together, all that other marital stuff. But the only thing you cannot do with someone else legally is have sex with somebody else. So that's what I believe. That's what I meant to say if I said it wrong. I dig that a lot. Like, I'm really like, wow, that that was insightful. And I think... I mean, I, I completely agree, but I guess I never thought about it in that terms. But, I mean, you're right. Well, a lot of people, even in non-marriages, where a lot of people who may not may not be married, like, that's a part of, of their partnership is, like, we can share this, this, and this, but don't even think yeah. about it. Don't even, yeah. So, it's like, 
sex can be an exclusive thing. Sex can also be a exclusive. What's the word? A, where you can share with anybody, <laughs> like Exclu- uh, exclusive. Exclusive. I said exclusive, but the inclusive other. and exclusive. Yeah. No, they're both the same. Inclusive and exclusive. Exclusive. Inclusive. Inclusive and exclusive is the same, right? No. Oh, okay. Um, but like, so like we were talking to, so this is how it happened. We were talking about millennials earlier. You, they were saying that millennials. So there's a generation where sex has decreased and it's because, (laughs) yeah, our audience members said Fortnite Fortnite. and, um, and it's just because they're finding things to keep their time. And if you, if you think about it, older generations had more children because, well, they had a lot of time. I see, but see, I disagree. And they believed, they believe. well, it depends too, because on some people's religion is, is That's very be true. fruitful. And so, I mean, it, it really could play in multiple parts, but to me, sex is such a, oh, such a, oh, sex is such a weird, like hard topic to broach with another person because you're really opening a can of worms in, in multiple levels. It's not just like, Hey, let's do this and call it a day. No, that, that, that vulnerability I, and that I, I, ability I'm, to give yourself to someone is. That's, and that's the thing that's though, crazy. for some women, that's emotions and all this stuff play in, play a part of it. If some women uh, find themselves giving themselves to a lot of someone's, they might want to reconsider doing that. But most, uh, some men, I would say, some men are like, it's just a physical act. Yes. gives them uh, a release or energy. I got an argument this week with a man who was like, um, he was like, he was like, people don't get connected over one night stands. And I said, people, do you mean both men and women? And he was like, no. He said, women get connected, men don't. And I was like, oh. Like that that really like got under my skin because I was like, wait a minute. I, sometimes women just sleep with someone just to get their kicks and have no emotions tied to it. Like, yeah. And, and vice versa. So I don't think anyone like overrides the other one. I just think it's. I think it's human nature. Yeah. I human mean, nature. Either one can go either way. Like really, um, you know, any, I feel like I can go either way. Excuse me. For, for a man or for a woman, whether it's a. It, it don't even necessarily just have to be a one night stand. It could be in a marriage or in a relationship. Uh, you could have sex with your partner and be more um, emotional, more like connected to them after that sexual uh, episode. I, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, what but I'm saying, just like, saying like it. I don't. It's such a gray area. It is a gray area because no. some people. I'll say this too, though, real quick. I'll say most it. men, most men express their emotions in a different way than the female does. And that's probably where that guy was coming from. Because a woman traditionally is expressing like, oh, I'm going to text him, I'm going to call him, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, right? Just in general. And men are like, bruh, like, oh my God. Like, they, we go to this dramatic 
It's a different, you know what I'm saying? I love that you use dramatic for a word to describe men. Yes. Men <laughs> are super <laughs> drama, drama kings. So, like, so I think the perception of the, the, uh, the perception of the response could be what he's probably missing right there. Because everybody responds differently, especially if you're between a male and a female when it comes to sex. Yeah, I guess. I, I just, I, there are so many elements when you allow yourself to be in a sexual situation with someone. There are so many elements that go into it, so many elements during, and then so many elements after. And I don't know if we have a whole, all the time in the world to consider each one because to me, it also depends on the person. You, you could be doing it just to rebound. You could be doing tricky. it to for revenge you could be doing it just to do it to see if you still got it like like there are many reasons that people you could be doing it to show emotions or to feel a connection or um to be spiteful I mean it really could be a number of things and then the process afterwards like you have to acknowledge that Yes, you do have to acknowledge it. Even if it might yeah. be 20 years later or 10 years later. You're going to hear about it in some you're way, shape, to, or form. Like, you have to acknowledge it. Even Mama if, always said, like, be careful who you surround yourself with and who you put in your life because you will always be dealing with them. That's and true. she meant that in multiple ways, but, I mean, it's true. Like, that's so true. You, you will hear about it in some way, like... For those of you who are in relationships, I know you probably hear about them. Like, yeah, just I know he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I, I think one always consent. Yes. In in today's times, consent is huge. Yes. I don't care what kind of relationship, if you're monogamous or not, like. If you are any on the spectrum of any LGBTQ community, like consent is always important. Um, but to always be comfortable and open in that conversation and really figure out like, what is the purpose you're doing this? Like, is this needed and vital to y'all's relationship? Is this the only thing that has that relationship going? Because that's another part too. Is like Very a lot of people true. just do it just to do it, just to see if that flame's still there in their relationship and they it's like a band-aid sometimes it is um so i think sex can be so beautiful and i between two people who who really care and genuinely love one another but it also can be a full bag of shit can be i mean that's really kind of the epitome of the word i want to use is full bag of shit it, it can be, uh-huh. and you really have to make sure that you are, uh, and I feel like you have to make sure that you're in the right mindset. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and, and don't be too thick. You might be self-conscious about your body image. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, it's, it's crazy um, how um, a lot of times people's uh, thought process about themselves can push them to kind of like you were alluding to earlier, to have sex without knowing why. Yeah. And at the same time, 
your thought process about yourself could have you not wanting to, in general, have sex with someone because of how you think. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of those things where you really have to, like, think before you act. Be mindful of, like... And, and, as, and as our world is, is coming together or evolving or whatever, just be mindful, too, like, just what's going on in the sexual world. Because, like, with, with STDs, with pregnancy, with things like that, like, just be mindful of, of who, you're, who you're giving your, yourself to. Because mm-hmm. that shit's long-term. Like, either way, both of those, long-term, forever on your mind, can't forget about. Like, so, just be mindful. Like, share, share something beautiful with someone beautiful. Like, um, but that... I think that's that topic is going to ripple into our other topics. Um, so our other topic too is love, sex, love. love, and other situations. So love to me, like making love or in a love relationship, having sex is even more. It's like the tenth degree to just sex because everything's amplified. Because in my opinion, you found someone who. Um, whether it's a male or female or whatever the situation is, you found someone that you're confiding in and giving yourself over to them on every level, physically, emotionally, um, vulnerability, like you're letting them into your whole Pandora's box, um, emotionally. So like that love portion there, I've seen people make love one time and spend 20 years together hating each other. God, that's crazy. Like, literally. I would not ever uh, spend 20 years hating somebody. Like, like I, oh. I've seen... I, this is what love will do. This is what love making and love sex together will love do. Love makes you crazy, okay? Love will love make is... you marry somebody, <laughs> divorce them, and then marry them again. <laughs> that, that is it, crazy. It happens. It better be More some wealth in than there. Not, I was talking to a guy a few years ago, selling my car, him and his wife. And I said, how long have you guys been married? He said, all together, 20 years. I was like, you know, I looked at him like, you know, I'm 26, 27 years old. He's like, yeah, we were married 15 years. And then we left, you know, she found some other guy and, you know, I had some other girl. And then we didn't like how we were working out with them. So we came back together. And now we all live in the same house. All four of them are living in the house. That's, nah. Nah, <laughs> get happens. the hell out of my house. You know, Take your scheming ass out. Like that's what love. <laughs> that's what sexual love. So wait, do. let me ask you. What about a hall pass? You know what I mean by that. For those yeah. who don't know, what a hall pass is. It's when like you're either with somebody for a long time, you've been married to that person, whatever, and you give them a pass. Like you give them a pass to like do whatever they want as long as they don't come back with no kids, no STDs, or, like, any prison time or, like, anything like that. But a, a hall pass. So, do you remember that movie? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Because so, you brought you brought that, like, marriage in there and they've been together for a long time and then, like, they weren't together. So, I'm like... So, you gotta watch the movie Hall Pass. But, like, at the end of the movie, who's the hall pass for? Because... Tra- mostly it, the women. It was for the women. <laughs> it was for the women. 
So they were like, my husband wants to always do this. My husband always wants to have sex. My husband always wants to do this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Lady Joy, I think Joy from The Reed. View played in the movie. Uh-huh. She said, why don't you just give your husband a hall pass? Mm-hmm. So they go out and the guys are out. <laughs> these 40-year-old guys are trying to have fine girls and stuff like that. <laughs> and they're just failing miserably. Blowing miserably. It. But at the end of the movie, the ones who really needed the hall pass were the females. Well, and I think that, I mean, we may be getting off topic, but we have to broach gender in this, um, is that a lot of times, that's why I'm saying a lot of times, I'm not saying all the time, is a lot of times women are more loyal to men and more, um, like, and more willing just to be to them. Like, that. that is their person, that's who they're with, that's who... You know, that everything about the relationship a woman is giving herself to. I don't think I don't think a woman would really put herself through it if she didn't genuinely care for that person. Mm-hmm. And I, again, a lot of times, but not all the time, a lot of times it's it's the a man cheating on their spouse before it's a woman cheating on theirs. If not, women just don't get caught because we're... We're sneaky old bastards sometimes. Hey, black men don't cheat. <laughs> the so, audience member thinks so, it's hilarious. Him and so, I are going to talk after this. My homie, <laughs> my, my homie, <laughs> my homie has a black men don't cheat franchise, a campaign that he's doing. He just tuned in. Black men don't cheat, <laughs> and. You know, I get it. What? <laughs> That's why he's laughing. What? Black men don't cheat. Yeah. Black men don't cheat 2019. <laughs> this is definitely a different podcast that we're going to have to have because... So, so I've been trying to get Brandon to have like a gender podcast so we could talk about like the side of being a woman because I'm slightly a feminist. Okay, by slightly, I am definitely a feminist and Brandon is just Brandon. And so hey, we have to have... I love everybody. I bet you do. That's to, why black men don't cheat. I try to... Love everybody. Understand everybody's situations. Uh, so I mean, I, I'm pro women having their rights. I'm also with the guys. I'm also I understand the the um LG LGBTB. What is it? LGBTQ. LGBTQ plus. And mm-hmm. you know. But I I just I think so. Let's get back on the topic of like loyalty. Is that a lot of. Uh, to me, a lot of women, when they're in a relationship into the hall pass, is that if a guy ever said to a woman, you have a hall pass, like, we're we're kind of stuck for a minute. Where it's like, oh, this is going to be too easy. Because women honestly can get almost any man. Yes or no? If, if we really wanted, if we really wanted somebody, a good majority of the time, we could get it. Uh, I don't know. I've seen situations where... I've I've been in situations where girls try to pick me up and I'd be like, "What are you doing? Why are you talking to me?" Literally, no lie. <laughs> now, they just weren't my type. <laughs> so like, I was like, I, so they, you gotta know, you gotta know your limits and you gotta know like your level. I, I, <laughs> people see, to go for. At the same time, I don't agree because most time when women want. Situations like that, they want an attachment. If if my man friend ever said, "Hey, you have a hall pass," you know, I'm gonna say, 
all right, this is going to be a forever hall pass. Like, this is just a breakup. Like, exactly. Because to me, like, a hall pass has too many gray areas. Not only that, but God forbid if, like, some ratchet person comes in the picture. Like, no, I just think I'm going to bypass all headaches and call it a day. Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't agree with the hall pass. And I don't think, like, even long term, like, if you're in a relationship for a long term and you're just bored or you want to spice it up or, like, things aren't going well, so you're like, maybe a hall pass will fix it. How about you go to marriage counseling or some kind of counseling or something where you're like, maybe you need to reconsider your marriage. (laughs) That's very true. I just don't think, I don't, Um, I don't personally believe in hall passes, but that's just me. I believe that love is, like I said earlier, love is the is the trust that you should have between you and a partner. And it kind of takes everything to that next level. Um, I think that a lot of people do not know how to keep the love and the sex vibrations high throughout an entire relationship. I thought word, uh, vibration was a good funny word for I'm this topic. I'm talking about vibes. <laughs> I'm talking about vibes. Energy. Love and sex energy high throughout. Because sometimes, and I, I'll say this, sometimes for men, Hilarious. they like, they go, they can go to that place. But once they're, once that, that uh, moment is over. Traditionally, they go back down to wherever they was. Like, oh, let me go fix my motorcycle. Let me go fix my car. That moment is so over. So weird. Like, how do you just, like, here's your baseline. How do you just go so up and down? And y'all call women bipolar. Like, y'all. I don't, I don't know. But I think it's, a, I literally think it's, a, like, it's just a thing in general where, it like, it goes like that. The vibe goes to that place. But I also also think that men fear staying emotional for a long time in that love emotional state because I feel like it'd take in our mind to take some of that manhood away. Hmm. Because when you get around your homies, you can't be like, "Hey guys, I just had the experience <laughs> of my life. I'm in love. I'm in love, guys." My heart is so overjoyed with love and puttering. And and that goes to, like, show that there is a difference between lust and infatuation and actually caring and loving someone, in my opinion. Because lust and infatuation, to me, is more of a sexual thing. Mm. And then love and care is, is more of, like, giving to someone what you, what you, like, sharing that with someone. And it is. I, when when you are able to mold them two together, it's such a beautiful thing. But when when you have one greater than the other, I think there's conflict there. Like you yeah. you gotta have them on the same page, in my opinion. And not only that, but you also have to know like, do you find sex as a tool within your relationship? And if so, then how do you use that tool productively with someone? Sex is a tool in a relationship. That's the basis of a relationship because you can have a relationship with anybody, the same type of relationship with anybody else. I agree. But you do not have sex with that person. I you agree. have sex with your significant other. I agree. So it is. And I and I agree. Some people don't though. Some people are like, no, it's just sex. It don't mean nothing. And like I'm like, oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, okay. I think that's very rude for people to say that. Yeah, like, and and I've heard it from both men and women, so it's not like it's a it's a one sided thing. Um, but yeah, I like that. I definitely think when you want to be in a partnership, you have to understand that. Okay, is this going to be a key? Is this going to be an element of this partnership? And then how does this element in this partnership play in the partnership? And I know like what degree of sex in my relationships, but that's also something I communicate. And that's something that like, God forbid if it lacks, dear God. I understand that. Um, is it possible to love without sex? Yes. Yeah. Like in the intimate love relationship without sex. Like with a partner? Yeah. I was about to say, like, I love my family members. No, I'm okay. talking about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> I needed him to get specific with that. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, no, where about are we going with this? Love. But is that love contingent on the possibility of sex? Or is sex just the expression of that love? Both. I think... To me personally, if if yeah, if sex is not in our relationship, then we're not we're not in a re- yeah, it's not going to be progressive. But also, 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 one thing I've learned is that like, of course, for for people who just get in a relationship, it most of the time, most of the time they're they're sleeping with each other all the time. Yeah. And then after a while, once that relationship progresses, it slows down and it becomes more of a, an emotional tie and a more of a, I just genuinely enjoy your presence, mm. you know? And I'm not saying that it's not a factor in there, but it just looks differently because the relationship looks differently. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I think it's an element. It's a layer. But it's not the whole cake. I don't know. I like I said earlier, love will make you do love sex will make you do crazy things. <laughs> you damn right. That I didn't I was driving down the street day before yesterday and I know I knew the two people that I seen walking up the street. They're younger. And the guy was just like screaming and yelling and like fussing and cussing this this young lady out, this girl out. And it, I knew it was because she probably did something minute or whatever, but his his emotions was so tied up into yeah. him physically with her that he could not control himself. Working at working at the school uh, last year, I've seen tons of situations like that. Where like our high schoolers like, yeah, like were, were sexual with someone and it the next day like that guy didn't talk to her, that girl didn't talk to him and they just go Shit got real in a 24 wow. hours. Yeah, like, fuck, fuck, wow. Um, there has been times, and even in my, in my current relationship, where I went a level 10 crazy. Like, most definitely. And I hear him laughing in there. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there. So is that because of the it's love? Not, no. It's it's more of because of of previous experience I've learned from and how that trickles in 
to the layers of my current relationship. And I think one, I have to acknowledge like, all right, I need to check myself before I get to a level 10 crazy. But also when I get to a level 10 crazy, I need to be, I need to let my level 10 crazy out. Like, so guys, today's conversation is about sex, love and other situations. Right now we're on the love part. If you guys are just tuning in, um, please leave a comment, ask us a question or say something so we know that you're out there. We want to hear what you guys have to say. And also, you guys can give us some tips on, you know, how you guys feel about these situations here. Yeah. Um, I feel like love is... I feel like you 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 have to be careful with sex and love. Um, because you don't want to fall in sex and love situation with somebody that uh, is not meant for you. Or... Can't... And a lot of people... A lot of people think... Oh, he's, they're meant for me because they had sex and love. Yeah. With me. Yeah. It's not like, true. <laughs> not true at all. I'd rather be a level 10 crazy than a stage five clinger. So I think that, <laughs> I think that there should be an age limit to fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> true. You have to be 35 true. to fall in love. <laughs> somebody, somebody wrote that though. I was in the, I was in a bad state and I was reading this book. And the guy said he divorced, he got a divorce, his wife divorced him or whatever. And he changed his whole like image of himself. And he wrote a book about it. He said, the things I loved at age 25 are totally different than the things I loved at age 35. And you have to be careful with that because you can fall in love with somebody at an age and then be just a totally different person. And... Mm -hmm. Not that person, whoever you're with, well, it's whether it's the male or the female, they cannot be there with you. Um, and so the, it's like, go ahead. The one good thing that so I took a marriage counseling class, and I hope she's not watching this, but my marriage counseling professor was god awful. <gasps> I think she was really. She needed she needed a lot of professional development from where Maybe it was her she birthday. was at. Um, she was older. Maybe and it was by her order, second day. Yo, she she was burned out. Yeah. And but the one good thing she said was, I've been married 20 times. And I was like, damn, like Is that that's a lot of money. And she was like, in my one marriage, I've been married 20 times. And, that's dope. And I was like, hmm. And she said, because my marriage went through multiple phases and mm. multiple stages, and I had to re- learn how to love this person differently. Like I had to, I, I, and, and she was going through things in her life too, where like it was challenges and it was like, do I really like, do I really love this person to make it through life with them at this stage? And like, she, she said as, as she got older, older, she, (laughs) she like, she loved him more than when she originally loved him because of everything that they've been through. But she said there were some points where where she thought one divorce would break up all 20 of those marriages. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And one I good think, thing. I think that when you fall in love, you have to fall in love with the intentions to move forward with the marriage or whatever. Um, and then, like, like I was alluding to earlier, you know, if you're in a love relationship, you have to continue to grow. You yeah. have to continue to grow to each other's uh, standards 
if that could be. Mm-hmm. But also loving without attachment is a big thing that I'm learning. Um, I'm reading a book on loving without attachment uh, by Ooh, Wayne Dyer. Go into that, please. Oh man, it's it's a lot. A lot of times, the I guess the the basis or the foundation of it is a lot of times people get emotionally attached to the person, not realizing that that person is still a person. It's still a human. They're gonna mess up. They're gonna leave their shoes on the floor. They're gonna do something stupid, right? Um, but because we forget that, we slowly build up hate toward the person that we love god <laughs> so when you love when you love without attachment it takes the pressure off of putting expectations expectations on the other person and loving them in spite of whatever and and that and then he brings up what the christians call a uh what is it? Uh, under, uh, what is it that Jesus has for uh, people like a unsurpassing love or something like that? I forgot. Like that. Unconditional. Unconditional. That's what you have. Uh, unconditional love. That would that. That's when you have a true unconditional love. When you can say, "I know that he leaves his shoes, or she never leaves, combs her hair, or he never brushes his <laughs> teeth, or whatever." They sound great. It's true, unconditional love. But, like, that's the thing. Like, people don't understand, especially, like, when you are in a relationship for a long time with someone, you will, I promise you, you will start picking and finding things that you do not like about the other person. Almost definitely. Like, you'd be like, (laughs) but then it grows. In your your mind, it builds up, it grows. In your mind, you're a hoarder. Hoarderer. What is it? The hoarder barrel? Yeah, like, good word. You're picking all these things up that you've built up against the person and you're attached to those things. So you can't even, when you look at her or when you look at him, you don't even it's see them like, no more. You see all the stuff that you have in your mind. That's so, what love will do. And, and that, I'm so glad you said that because I think earlier when I said that, you know, in the beginning of a relationship, like your, your honeymoon phase, I guess, like you're, you're happy and you're willing to do anything for that person and da, 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 da. But then as it like gets to the point where you're realizing like, oh shit, I like this person. They're going to be in my life for a long time or whatever. You're like, okay, how do I, how do I keep them in my life and still like them when I first started liking them? Like, and I, I, I think, I think that's interesting. You have to Uh, love without attachment. God, (laughs) I I really like that. So, my next question. When do you say love? Like, when do you tell a person, like, hey, I love you? I don't know. I'm a... It may not seem like it, but I'm a a huge lover. Like, I love people in general. Um, And I fall in love very easily. And I'm also a loyal lover. Meaning, if I tell you I love you... It's, I might, we might do stuff individually or whatever, but my love is always going to be for you. I'm always have that love for you. But there's a difference between having love for someone, loving someone, and being in love with someone. What is the difference? To me, when I'm in love with someone, like they will always have, and in any spectrum, like they will always have a love in my heart. But like, I love my family. Mm-hmm. I like. And then I loved, like, I was in love with my ex. I understand. So, like, and I guess it's because that tie of, like, you really were such a big part of my life and such an influence. And you 
you helped me learn and grow and I appreciate you for that and I love you for that but like am I like is that love long term now I understand like if they called me up right now I would probably laugh in their face but like hope that they're okay but like I just my question was is when do you tell someone like I love you like when does that flow of of sex relationship partnership long termness and then I think I told my I think I think a good time frame is to tell to tell someone that you love them is after I would say even before sex after you've known them you've gotten a chance to know who they are because a lot of times we say we love somebody and not know who they are yeah but have known them for years yeah you know so i think that's a good time frame to think about like oh i've been around you i understand who you are i understand what you do kind of i know your cadences and things (laughs) you ever sleep with someone and then they tell you i love you no. God. It just made me think about a friend who said that, and I thought it was the most hilarious thing in the world. <laughs> she yeah. called me immediately after they slept together, and she was like, he told me he loved me, and I I about died. <laughs> like, yeah, so I just thought that was super funny. So in my current relationship, I think I told Lucy I loved her. Um, it was probably like a week or two after we started dating or whatever um but but I also I wanted to be with her yeah you know and I still want to be with her like so I told her like hey (laughs) but it was I think it was after well I think too some people love so easily or some people have a miss like a um an improper definition of love like there was a guy who um just got out of his engagement And, like, maybe two, two and a half weeks after that, he told me he loved me. And I was like, I was like, I care for your well-being, but I do not love you. Like, I was like, I care for you as a person, but I, no. You literally just got out of your engagement. She said, I care about your well-being. Yeah, like, I don't, I didn't even want to say (laughs) I didn't even want to say, like, I care about you. Like, I didn't want him to, like, get that, like. I don't want you to kill yourself. But <laughs> yeah, like basically. You have to get out of here. <laughs> my husband's on his way home. <laughs> like what? Like, huh? like that shit blew my mind. Like because some people throw love out there. It's just like sex. Some people just throw it out there, pass it out like flowers, and then get mad when they grab the rose at the stem. Like you. That's you, a good analogy. So um, it just it goes to show that like. Even with it, with sex and love and other situations, like you have to be mindful of like allowing that emotional tie to form that knot because once that knots form, it, it's harder to break emotional ties than it is to break any any others, in my opinion. Very true. Um, because once that emotion's there, the brain already the brain has made a memory of it. 
very true. And, and the body's made of memory. Thank as you. Well. Like you can't just you can't just like cut that off. Like I was getting over a situation and I confided in my uncle who's like this spiritual guru. Mm-hmm. And he said, Brandon, it'd take your brain about three months to get over this person, but it'd take your body nine months. You basically have to be born again yeah. physically. Your body has to go through what is it, trimesters? Or it has yeah. to go through these these stages of like detoxing yourself, the cells and stuff like that. Um, and then also the emotional tie. You have to go through all those things in order to get this person out of your system. So when my ex and I broke up, <laughs> when she cheated on me with a person that we knew, and I knew she was cheating on me and just a whole bunch of other shit. Um, it took me years. It didn't even take me months. It took me years of being comfortable with being myself and being alone. And it really did allow for that insight and for me to really reconsider what what sex was, what love was, what partnership was. Like it really gave me insight on how I can be a better how I can be a better me for you. Brandon, I, I Brandon totally said a line earlier in earlier episodes. Episodes, yeah. And I use it all the time. She's been using it ever since. I just think I it forgot was it, and it came out on, on top of that. It really resonated. So with me. So, what's your takeaway for, from these from this past hour? So, my takeaway is that sex and love and other situations can be a very vulnerable, beautiful thing when shared properly. Um, by sharing properly, I mean that you have to you have to be mindful and aware and communicate like what your needs are and where you're at. Like you can't just say, Hey, I want to be in love with you and call today. Like you have to be able to like really explore that with your partner and see if you both are in it, you know, long-term, short-term a day, 24 hours. However, like you, you gotta, you gotta work on it. Have you seen mean girls? Yes. When the, when the, when the uh, gym coach is like, don't have don't sex. Don't have sex. You'll, have, you'll get herpes. You will get pregnant. You will get pregnant. And die. And like, die. <laughs> like yeah, here, take some condoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my advice. What are your takeaways? My takeaways are just know who you are first before you jump into anything serious. Yeah. Just know who you are. Like, yeah. Be comfortable with yourself. And uh, just have just have that awareness that you are about to embark into this crazy situation. So Yeah. Um, yep, yeah, that's my takes, my takeaways. We have two more episodes. We asked for your feedback and please see you next time. I'm Heavenly. I'm Brandon McCall. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all be safe. Perfect timing. Yes. Yo, how is that apple cinnamon NutriBrain bar? Uh-huh. Don't be sneaky, little snake. Mm-mm, when you get the munchies, there ain't no way in hell you can be quiet. Bro, did it delete just now? Don't say that. Refresh it. Cause I can up, I can log into Facebook here and upload it. Is this how our life is today? Okay. Did it upload? Yeah.
Yeah, I'm waiting for mine to be available. You and Lucy doing okay? today okay that was me and Aaron yesterday we were not okay <laughs> you and I just be having some of the weirdest facials uh, cuz I'd be like oh damn she's gonna say it. I ain't know she's gonna say it okay <laughs> <laughs> every day of my life Real true love does not mean surrounding yourself. Call me. Hey, I'm here. Hey, man. I appreciate that, brother. Yeah. You should pray. What did you say? You should pray. Especially with, with this one. one. <laughs> That's a good word. That's funny. I believe that. I only know these people. I know my mom. Okay, Wanda. I need my video to post. Post the video, please. Okay. Oh yeah, see, she got tons of books. It's, it's, a, it's definitely a situation. Yeah, well, you and I look like, <laughs> like we had a hell of a Monday. <laughs> it's crazy. Sixty-eight engagements. Yes. Within that one. Yeah. That's good. Um, sir. You want to turn that down for a minute? Damn. Is, is, is this a two-part series? It was supposed to be. Okay. If you don't want to, though, we can... Um, I definitely think our last episode needs to be, um, like a wrap up of our takeaways, a wrap up of our hopes of, what if we did, cause no one knows we're doing 10 episodes, what if we did 12, or is that too much for you? I think that's too much. Okay. Right. I think, because if we did 12, that's three months, and then if we take a, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think 10's enough to keep our viewers going and then enough to like 